I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. By now, you have realized we are big fans of Simple Desk. Simple Desk is your ultimate destination to streamline marketing and strengthen your business's brand. Jenny, the visionary behind Simple Desk, took her commitment to business support a step further by creating Brazen, an event for women who dare. This full day experiential event on May 31st, 2024 is packed with networking, vendor booths, exciting giveaways, delicious food, and a speaker's panel of incredible women entrepreneurs sharing their inspiring stories. Tickets are on sale now. For all the details and to buy your ticket before they sell out, visit simpledesk.ca slash brazen and make sure to follow brazen on Instagram at brazen underscore women. The Family Dental Center is all about community support through fundraising and community involvement. And they are just as dedicated to nurturing a positive work atmosphere for their team. Whether you've been fortunate enough to experience their positivity in person at their offices or witness their unwavering support and encouragement for one another on social media, you've had the privilege of glimpsing into their incredible teamwork. FDC is not just a workplace. It's a supportive family committed to uplifting one another. To learn more about the Family Dental Center team and stay up to date about all the great things they're doing follow them on facebook at family dental center and instagram at fdc family diamond physiotherapy from the very beginning set out to challenge traditional physiotherapy by reconnecting people with their bodies both physically and mentally the team at diamond physiotherapy is dedicated to treating the whole person they have the resources and tools to treat immediate injuries and often address the root cause they recognize that every client has unique goals and challenges no matter what the challenge may be they will create an individualized treatment plan using the services they offer including physiotherapy vestibular rehabilitation and psychotherapy to learn more and get a treatment plan that works works for you, visit diamondphysiotherapy.ca and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Diamond Physiotherapy. Well, this is weird. It's just me today because Kay is sick. She's actually been out of the office since Wednesday. It's been quite lonely. And the other weird thing is this was also a solo interview for me because Kay had to go to Kingston that day on short notice. So It's just me, so I'm sorry you have to deal with that. But this is a super cool episode. It's with Jessica, the executive director of the Quinty West Youth Center. I did mess that up a couple times during the episode. Um, She's so passionate about what she does and the organization, but I'm going to let you hear it for yourself, so please enjoy this episode. Today we have a Quinny transplant in the studio who is making a positive impact on Quinny West. Jessica Coolin is the executive director of the Quinny West Youth Center. She is originally from the Niagara region and attended Brock University to complete a Bachelor of Arts in Child and Youth Services. She landed in Belleville in 2013 to complete the Child and Youth Worker Diploma. She is dedicated to the nonprofit sector and has experience supporting youth with housing, employment, and in foster care. Today we are going to learn about the history of the Quinny West Youth Center, the program they offer and the importance of the organization in the community. Babes of Quinny, please welcome Jessica Coolin, the executive director of the Quinty West Youth Center. <laughs> My words aren't working today. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. My mouth happening. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming. Yes, thank you for having me. This is... Uh, quite a pleasure to be here. It's definitely my passion is bringing the awareness of what we do. And so I'm so excited to be able to dive in and talk about the um, 
huge impact that people are not aware that having this youth center brings. I have to say, I didn't know there was a Quinty West youth center until you like reached out and we started looking into it. Yeah. Which I feel very bad about. Th- don't feel bad. It's all okay. good. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's quite, um, unfortunately the norm. Yeah. Um, we, so we've been in operation for 12 years now. 2011, right? Yes. yes. October, 2011, we officially opened doors. Wow. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just been like the, the hidden gem of the youth yeah. center that I'm trying to get rid of the hidden portion of. <laughs> yeah, no more hidden. Yes. Okay, I'm going to ask you a quick question first. Yes. What's your favorite potato chip? My favorite barbecue. Well, Lay's, Bra- Lay's? Lay's okay. barbecue is my okay. favorite. I accept that. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of people say barbecue. That and ketchup we don't get a lot of. No. Well, did you, you know ketchup is only Canadian, yeah. right? So I... Where I grew up was actually in a town called Fort Erie. So we're on the border oh. of Buffalo, New York. Okay. And it was so, it's so funny when people, I worked at Walmart during university and like you could tell when they came from the States because they would just They're have a full up. cart of ketchup chips <laughs> this is gonna be an unpopular pin they're not that good no i know i like, agree i love all dress because they're also only canadian yeah but like ketchup i can only eat like a, a few and then i'm over it same same yeah. yep <laughs> that's good good answer um so you grew up on the west side of ontario kind of southern yeah. western southern, yeah. yeah we um it was we i grew up in a border town yeah, like it was. We actually w- would watch the Buffalo News because it was more accurate yeah. for our weather than anywhere else. Really? Yeah, like we. Yeah, it's love it, that, right? Like moving here, like I was all about Fahrenheit. Like it took a while for me to get used to um, Celsius. We were like almost American in a way. Yeah, scary. It, <laughs> <laughs> Spooky, <laughs> right? But like it was, I like even some people are like you sound like sometimes people think I'm from the states, the states because well we did all our camping in the states. Like my parents. Well, I guess it's just easy, and it's probably you went over to shop and stuff, right? Like, when you're right there, yeah. Like it was so easy because li- truly, like it would take hit the border is clear five minutes to get into Buffalo. Oh, like yeah, why not? Right. Exactly. It makes no sense. Just <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And then, okay, where's Brock University? Is that St. Catharines? St. Catharines. Yeah. So, is that close to where you were? Yeah, it was about a forty-five minute drive. It definitely was not the university I wanted to go to. Where do you want to go? I wanted to go to Nipissing, um in oh, North Bay. Why yeah. North Bay? So my dad's uh, my dad's best friend lives um, in a small town called Restool. Okay. Of like a hundred people. And his daughter was um, a year younger than me. So for a couple of summers when I was 11, 12, 13, I would go and stay the summer with them. Oh, that's fun. And I just fell in love with the area. Yeah. Like I truly, I was like, that's where I felt like I wanted Mm -hmm. to be. And so, so I was like, hey, I'm going to Nipissing. Like, yeah. that's going to be my dream school. Um, but then I made a really bad deal with my dad. And um, what was the deal? So, <laughs> we, I'm an animal lover. Yeah. Not so much now because of kids. Um, <laughs> you really, your love for animals change when you have two little ones at home. Yeah, but, I bet. <laughs> but at the time, like, we didn't have any dogs anymore. Like, they all had passed. And I just was like, wanting to get an animal. And then I, I saw a hedgehog. I was like, oh, sweet. Like, those are cool. Like, That's I want a one. great idea. Yeah. So I like I said to my dad, because he kept saying no to every single animal. Like, Rude. Such like, a dad move. Right. The worst. Right. Um, but I was the baby girl. Yeah. And um, so I said to my dad, I was like, listen, if you let me get a hedgehog, 
I'll live at home and go to Brock University. Next day, I had a hedgehog. <laughs> Ooh, that is a bit. How old were you when that happened? I was uh, 18. So you were like literally about to go to university. Yeah. And um, what a deal. Right. Like literally when I tell that story now, I was like, I should have asked for a trip. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe something else. Something more than just. A little bit bigger than a hedgehog. Than a, yeah. Than did a you like the hedgehog? I did. Okay. I named him Knuckles. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Like it was, he, but he, he wasn't very friendly. Like, cause I also felt bad. Like with hedgehogs, you should get them when oh. they're very, very young. Oh, to like socialize. Socialize them. them, blah, blah, blah. But then when I heard the story about this one hedgehog, Aww. they're like, he's been here for a couple You're months. Like me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need to give him a home. And I took yeah. him and I, I, yeah, I just, I adopted a dog and I was maybe not in the best headspace. And I, I thought know. this dog was going to fix my life. Oh no. And I convinced, Jeanette said yes. And then we got a three-legged dog and he is a terror. Oh, no. So I feel you. I was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Now he's going to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> I feel ya, I feel yeah. ya. <laughs> oh, pets, man. But I guess Brock's good. I know some people who went to Brock. It surprisingly is a big, like I, so on my honeymoon, um, we went to Moncton, New Brunswick. Okay. And I was wearing my Brock University sweater. Um, and I was like, oh, this guy was like, oh, I went to Brock University. And I was like, what are the chances? Yeah. Like, who does that? Right? Like, what's going on in St. Catherine? I have no idea. It's, I do know they have a really good teaching program. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I knew that. Yeah. So, but like, otherwise, yeah, like, I don't know what else it is about St. Catherine's because like, it's not. No. It's not. It's not like I would be like, yeah, St. Catherine's. But I also wouldn't be like, yeah, North Bay. So maybe right? we're different on that yeah. one. <laughs> Well, North Bay, I like it was because it's a small, yeah. like it's northern, it's small, it's pretty. Honestly, if Kay was here, she's from Timmins, so she's oh. all about northern small towns. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> I went to Queens. I really didn't go that far from home. Oh, and yeah. I just drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wish I stayed. So because I went to Brock, I stayed home. Mm -hmm. I lived at home because it was cheaper. But I really do wish I like lived on campus because I definitely did not have the university experience. No, it's very different. I, I yeah. do thank my parents for being like no you're not go go live there and yeah, yeah it was a, it was a time and like I still some of my best friends are my roommates you know oh, from, yeah. right yeah so it is definitely an experience like going to school but man, it's overwhelming so yeah can't imagine kids now they're all like COVID babies I, right? trying to navigate school the worst yep yep <laughs> did you go right into child like so you when you your first year, did you go into child and youth worker that program? Yes, yes. So I um so I did the fifth year of high school because Ooh, victory lap. Yes, I did the victory lap because I honestly had no idea what I was going to do. My parents were never. We are big believers. I believe yeah. everyone should take either a gap year or do an extra year. You don't yeah. know what you want to do at seventeen, eighteen. No, exactly right. Um, because I did it, and like my parents were one of those people who like pushed me to oh, figure out good. so like but like sometimes I wish they kind of did push me because mm -hmm. like I truly like even when I like went into university I still had no idea yeah I just knew um I wanted to work with children and youth okay. because I so when I was 18 I volunteered like that victory lap I decided to volunteer at Big Brothers Big Sisters okay. to kind of get like a feel yeah fell in love okay so that's how I knew that's where I was gonna go yeah um I just didn't know so I always thought I was gonna be a teacher Oh, like, that makes sense. That's yeah. like another way to work with children. Right. Um, so, but I didn't do like the teacher like route mm -hmm. um, because then at that time of 
so like that was what back in 20 oh my gosh this is aging me 2010 <laughs> I think um, and there's no jobs for teachers yeah so I was like you know what I'll just do the child because it's the child and youth um, studies program okay. that I did Not a, do a lot of universities have that no, no, and they're all different. Like there was one university I think in Guelph that I applied to, and it was more of a science base. Oh, okay, and I didn't have like the science, more like psychology or like or actual science, like actual science. Like I had to have all these science credits, and I was like, oh, I'm, I, don't I don't want get it. But no. okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, but and then Nipissing had one. Obviously, Brock University mm-hmm. had one, um, and those were more like the social service aspect. So okay. I went to Brock, and I yeah, I was one, definitely one of the fortunate ones that didn't switch my. Um, oh my god, I forget the words. Leaving like, like your uh, what is that called? Your major? Yeah, oh. my major. That's the word. Well, like you stuck it. A lot of people switched out of it. Yeah, you. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people do normally. Um, I guess that's like the thing is that like people always said to me, oh expect to not stay with that major. Like, you're going to end up switching out. Blah, 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 blah. Is it just because it's such a, like, taxing career? Or? I, I don't know. I think I think what it is is more of finding, like, are you going to find employment? Like, you hear about, oh, like, okay. the people who go for history in <laughs> university. My brother took classics. No! <laughs> He's a firefighter now. Right? Like, <laughs> Do not use that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take classics, kids. I'm just going to tell you now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that's, I think that's where, like, that idea comes from is that, like, you want to try to go with um, an education that's going to actually get you a job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Right? Like, there's so many people out there that, like, I truly, yeah. if it wasn't for me moving and getting because I went to college afterwards because... Yeah, did you... did you So did you finish your university degree and then go right to college? Yeah, so okay. I, I didn't do my honors because after um, finally in my third year, I was like, okay, so what am I going to do with this? And like, you don't get placements oh, in university. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I did like a two-week. There was like one in my second year. They were like, okay, go do a two-week stint somewhere. And I ended up just going to like my elementary school because I had no idea where else to go. Yeah. Like there, I had no help navigating the type of um, jobs that were out mm-hmm. there to be working with children and youth. Um, so then I decided there was one girl in my um, class and she's like, yeah, I'm going to graduate and go to college now instead. I was like, oh, that's a really because college then you get the hands on. Yeah. Um, so and then I also to my third year, I was like, enough is enough. Like, I can't stay in this town anymore. Yeah. Like, You've been there a while. Yeah. I was I was over it. And then my aunt actually moved up this way for because oh. she got a teaching job. She nice. works for the Hastings um, Prince Edward School Board. And uh, she was like, you know, there's a college here. eh?" And I was like, oh, and I'm really close to my aunt. Like, yeah. she's like my second mom. Like, oh, I, I love she's only 14 years older than me. And I like when she was living back home, like I was with her every single weekend. <laughs> like, yeah. So I was like, oh, she's like, you can come live with me. I'm like. Deal. Perfect. Done. Yeah. And uh, so I applied for Loyalist and then moved and I lived with her and her husband and four little ones at the oh time. Um, I will never have four children. No. <laughs> my sister-in-law has four children. It's like, it, you know. I'm like, you okay? You doing okay? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, apparently after once you have three and then like it's no different. Like after you have three, it's all like. No. No, <laughs> I know, right? I don't agree. That seems crazy. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, children, so, right? Yeah, they're they're so fun. So fun. Um, <laughs> I love my children. FYI, <laughs> I do love them. 
I like other people's children for the most part. <laughs> and then I'm like, mm, I don't want any. Yeah, Thank yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then I ended up at uh, Loyalist for the Child and Youth Worker Program. And then it truly was from there. It was from my placement, ex- like, because um, you get a placement every semester. Oh, wow. And then from there, I got to try everything. So I tried the school, realized, yeah. like, I'm actually not a big fan of this, the education system. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I also did, like, it was with little kids. And I, I was like, well, I, mm-hmm. I don't not actually really you. enjoy, like, it was hard because I'm not creative. Mm-hmm. I, I don't play, like, even with my children now, like, I don't play with them. Like, I yeah. just don't have that mindset. Um, and then I got a placement at the youth center. Oh, and fell in love. Like, and that would have been like near the beginning yeah, of the youth center. Exactly. Like, so I was twenty fourteen. Um, so they were just getting into being two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly, I fell in love with that atmosphere. Wow. I fell in love working with teens. Um, you were just, I was able to have like actual conversations with them. Yeah. Um, and then, and they're so much harder to. Build a, like a rapport mm-hmm. with, and when I was able to do that, I was like, "Oh, this is like it was so rewarding." Yeah, and so and then from there, like so then my last placement, I got um, I did at the Transition House for Youth Hub. Okay, and then I got a job out of that, and then I've just from there just been working um, within the community with teens, um, and then in uh, March of 2018, there was a job opportunity at the youth center, mm-hmm. and I obviously applied for that right yeah. away because I still loved that place. Yeah. And then were you I, still working with them at all or were you just So I the, didn't. It, it's it's hard to volunteer. Yeah. When you are already working. Working. And then I was working a lot of like two jobs to because mm-hmm. it was hard to get full time. Yeah. So like I was constantly working to be able to pay bills. For life. And, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and so but no they it was still the same executive director at the time so she knew me and she was like she, she said to me after she's like I was so happy that you applied. Like <laughs> she yeah, so I got the job and I just five years now haven't wow. left. And what does executive director mean? Like what is what does that role entail? So I am the person in a nutshell that keeps the doors open by finding the money. To oh, pay for that's everything. a big deal. It is a big How's your stress? Um <laughs> You seem very joyful. So, um, I will admit it is a stressful, especially mm-hmm. being a young mom. Yeah, it is. It's, it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Like I go to work. Um, we now there's five of us. It was always just three of us. Um, so now I have four staff and myself. Um, trying to make sure that we have money to pay for staff is a lot. Is yeah. a, a lot. Um, but it's always worked out. Like it's always because four. So it's a is it a nonprofit? Nonprofit, yeah. So that means that all your funding comes from outside organizations. Yes, is that how that we works? are not government. So like some nonprofits are associated with government mm-hmm. um, ministries. We are not. We are only guarantee money on a yearly base. So every year I have to apply and apply <laughs> and apply Good for you. Like that's a journey. Is is it, it, it is yeah. and um but we've been doing we've been doing well because we are proving that we're needed. Mm-hmm. Like we have we what's great about us being 12 years is now I have a couple success stories yeah. of how we've been actually because one of our visions is that our youth will become contributing healthy community members mm-hmm. um, when as adults. And I now can say 
we did it. Yeah. And it is goosebumps. Yeah. I will I'll, so I'll tell you two um two of our success stories because it's a pretty they're pretty um big deal. Um right now, um and they're both youth that I supported when I did my oh, placement wow. there. What a good full circle. Right. Moment. Right. right? It. Like it's pretty amazing. Um and like I don't try to like toot my own horn, but no, like toot it, do it, yeah, do it. It's, it's all I it's because of um my connect like me being there for them Mm -hmm. and so the one um is our fundraising coordinator or i should say her full title the fundraising and donors relations specialist Mm -hmm. Haley. she's also into music yes she read sorry i was reading all the bios last yeah she has um a beautiful beautiful voice um i first met her when she was 12 years old coming Mm -hmm. to the youth center um she was one of the ones I built a really good rapport with, supported her through her music. She gave me, when she was singing at 12 years old, goosebumps. Wow. Like her voice is so powerful and so beautiful. And she went to Durham College, uh, got her um, business degree, and now works for us. Wow. Good. So that's that was so like, fun. Right? Like, so I'm like, right there, shows. And yeah. she, like, because of, like, it's just because of the connections and the resources and everything mm-hmm. that the youth center brings and gives to these youth. Um, she, yeah, she's thriving wow. now and working back, working back, for us yeah. because she says, like, it, like, the youth center has such a big impact. She wants to give back. Mm-hmm. But this next one, so this next one, I always cry. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll probably cry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm ready. So the youth that we support, so we support all youth. Mm -hmm. All youth between the ages of 10 and 18 can come to our center. It doesn't matter their background, doesn't matter their financial status, nothing. Like Mm -hmm. we support everyone. Um, So this youth uh, who came, um, she grew up um, with not the greatest childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, She was pulled out of her home by CAS. Um, Grandfather got custody. Um, So she lived with her grandfather, her and her siblings. And you could just like the moment you look at her, like looked at her, like she just had that wall mm-hmm. and like that demeanor, like don't mess with me. And yeah. like I and like the F bomb was like every other word in her mouth. Um, and it was, she was just like a rough, like rough kid. Um, and I remember like the first time I had to give her a strike because we did strikes. Like if you did, if okay. you swore or did, went against our like our pol- like our rules or whatever, mm-hmm. you would get a strike. And then on the third strike, you'd be sent home for the night. Mm-hmm. And she she swore in front of me. I had to give her a strike. And I swear the look she gave me, I thought she was going to go key my car. <laughs> like, I was I was scared. And if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I wasn't, like, I'm not scared of you anymore. But, like, at the time, you scared me. Um, so, um, but, like, she, like, I went up to my supervisor at the time. And I said to him, I was like, oh, my, like, oh, my God. Like, this is, like it didn't go well. I was like, I did it. I did what you told me to do. And it didn't go over well. Uh, So my supervisor pulled him, uh, pulled me and her into the office and like, just said to her, like, listen, you need to respect Jess. She is a a staff member Mm -hmm. here. Like, um, and just had that honest conversation with her. And I don't know what it was. I honestly cannot tell you because I still don't even know what it was about that moment, Mm -hmm. but that moment changed. Oh, wow. Um, And then I just remember couple days, weeks, I don't know how long, but just afterwards, um, she was, karaoke was huge at the time at the center. And so we used to have to have someone like on the computer make sure whatever songs they're singing was 
clean. Yeah. So I'm sitting at the computer doing that role and she starts singing Taylor Swift. No, I'm a huge, yeah. huge Taylor Swift fan. Big Swifty, okay. Uh, huge. Um, like I tried so hard to get tickets this year because yeah. I was like, oh, I gotta go see her since so long. Um, so there's there's the this youth, she's singing Taylor Swift, which I was like, oh, so I'm sitting in the chair, swaying, dancing, singing, and she grabs my arm yeah. and pulls me up oh. to sing with her. And I knew at that moment that her wall came down yeah. and I made an effort, such a huge effort to continue to mm-hmm. get that wall down, build that rapport. Um, and so that summer I got a summer position at Career Edge doing their summer jobs for youth program. Yeah. And it was a program for youth who have never worked. So I went to this youth and I was like, listen, you're 16. You need to start gaining some experience. Come in. So mm-hmm. she did because I was running it. So yeah. she knew she had a person she could feel safe and trust. And she wanted to try co- uh, community living. Oh. And I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm a huge believer that if this if a youth wants to try something, mm-hmm. you have to let them try. Especially after this experience, because it turns out she fell in love working oh, wow. with that type of clientele. Mm-hmm. And when I would do visits, like I could physically see that this is her place. Mm-hmm. Like this is what she needs to do. Um, so from there, she went to college, got wow. her um, DSW um, diploma, yeah. which is developmental social worker mm-hmm. diploma, and is now working and thriving in the community. Wow. Like, so it, it, like it, it, they are all full circles. Like, yeah. And, and she, I, so I remember recently reaching out cause I was like, you know what? We need to start sharing these stories mm-hmm. in the community. And, uh, she said to me, she's like, Jess, I don't know what I would have done or where I would be right now if it wasn't for the youth center. That's so powerful. Right. Like she would, like she truly mm-hmm. says it's. Because of that youth center, having that safe space, having the resources, the supports, the mentors in her mm-hmm. life got her to where she is today. Yeah. And so, like, that's just. Wow. Yeah. Huh, it's my heart. <laughs> it's it, And so right there shows mm-hmm. the youth center is needed. Yeah. We are needed for our community because we are helping these kids stop that cycle yeah. of being on welfare, being low income, mm-hmm. being in poverty. Like we are helping them. Um, we have another youth who uh, is now 20 and she, we didn't even know if she was going to graduate high school. Oh really? Like she just, she, she had a like she was bullied a lot, mm-hmm. low self-esteem, didn't want to be at school. And I remember every day she would come in and I'd be like, did you go to school today? And she's like, no. I was like, well, why not? Like we got to try to like, she truly was like, it was hard to get her into school and then COVID hit. So mm-hmm. like she was able to start skipping more and yeah, it was like easier. Yeah. And, um, but like we kept, I kept pushing and kept not so much pushing, but like talking to her, mm-hmm. supporting her, getting her to realize like the importance of going to school and now she's in college like she's going to be an ECE and um, we like on her day of graduation because it was still COVID they couldn't have people come Mm -hmm. to the school but she walked to the youth center in her graduation ground to get a picture with me oh that's gonna make me cry (laughs) (laughs) that one got me oh my gosh like I like so like I have that picture up like and I'm so proud of her Mm -hmm. like she like it's just these kids they yes lots of them have great supports they have great parents 
but lots of them also mm-hmm. don't have that support system from their parents uh, because their parents are struggling too, yeah. or, or they don't have parents. Like we've helped youth move out at 16 because they were in an abusive household. Mm-hmm. And so we help them get out and we help them find a safe space to live. And like we do so much. Like truly, my, my um, program coordinator, Ali, said it the best the other day. She's like, what do we not do? Yeah. And I'm like, it's so true. What do we not do? We don't do nothing. Like we yeah. don't, there's literally nothing that can go under that category because we do everything. You'll do everything. And we go above and beyond for these kids. Like we have a youth who just turned uh, 17 on Sunday, never had a birthday party before. <gasps> So we're hosting a birthday party oh, for her. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like, like we do everything. We, yeah. Like, and because we need these kids to see that they mean something, mm-hmm. that they are going to, they have a voice. Like mm-hmm. we, that's the biggest thing I teach. Like when I'm talking to those kids, I'm like, if they're like, if I can tell they're like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, use your voice. Say no to me. Like if yeah. you don't want it, like if I'm asking you to do something and you don't feel comfortable just doing no. it, just say no. Yeah. I don't think anyone is taught that like wh- what especially from our generation I think whether you're in a good situ- family situation or not you were not taught to- you were like just say yes and please the people exactly 100% and that it doesn't it, help anything no it just makes people more like no wonder why mental health is so mm-hmm. big right now because they're like they're like oh you just gotta yeah shove it under the just carpet just keep going you'll be fine I'm like will I though right like <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> Our favorite networking event is coming back on May 31st, 2024. Jenny, the founder of Simple Desk in Trenton, created the Brazen event to empower women in business to be authentic and unapologetically themselves. Get ready for a bigger and bolder Brazen 2024, the full day experiential event created by women for women, showcasing, inspiring, and connecting female entrepreneurs and working professionals from all around the Bay of Quinty. It's a full day of networking, support, delicious food, giveaways, vendor booths, and an inspiring panel of female entrepreneurs sharing their stories. Tickets are on sale now. To learn more about Brazen 2024 and to buy your tickets before they sell out, visit simpledesk.ca slash brazen and make sure to follow Brazen on Instagram at brazen underscore women. We'll be there, so we hope to see you there too. You already know that the Family Dental Center provides top quality care in a stress-free environment and offers a range of dental services using the latest technology. But did you know that they are deeply committed to giving back to the community and creating a healthy work environment for their team? We love watching FDC support the community. They organize initiatives like Free Dental Day, where they provide dental treatment to those in need. You can spot their team at various local fundraising events across the Bay of Quinney. Dr. Yasmin and her whole team are dedicated to fostering a positive and supportive work environment. They do this by celebrating victories, holding dedicated staff meetings, hosting staff parties, and consistently being there for one another. It's more than just a workplace, it's a family. To learn more about the Family Dental Center team and stay up to date about all the great things they're doing, follow them on Facebook at Family Dental Center and Instagram at FDC Family. Life can be messy, and dealing with chronic pain, pelvic discomfort, muscle weakness, or mental illness can take a toll. Sometimes it takes a team effort to not just survive, but thrive. At Diamond Physiotherapy, their approach is all about education. They're constantly expanding their knowledge and skills to ensure their clients receive solutions that provide them with more than just temporary relief. 
Recognizing the significance of treating the whole person for overall wellness, Diamond Physiotherapy offers a wide range of services. These include physiotherapy, pelvic health physiotherapy, vestibular rehabilitation, pediatric physiotherapy, psychotherapy, and pre- and postnatal treatment. They're not just about generic treatments. They're about creating an individualized treatment plan that works for you. With their knowledge, skills, and resources, they'll be by your side every step of the way, helping you become your best self. Take the first step in your physical and mental wellness and reach out to Diamond Physiotherapy at 55 South Pinnacle Street in Belleville and at diamondphysio.ca. Can you tell me about some of the core programs? Clearly you do everything, but I know there's a couple core programs. We have, um, yes, like we have programs that we'll always have Mm -hmm. in place because those are the the needs. So how we work as a youth center is we focus on our youth and we find out what their needs are, where the the supports are needed. Mm -hmm. Um, Excuse me. And some of our core programs are focused on food insecurity. Yes. So we feed the kids every night um, a healthy, nutritious meal, plus we provide healthy snacks. In 2022, we served 5,149 meals and snacks. Wow. Yep. Like over the year. Over the year. And to remember, we're only open four days a week, so we're not even open seven days. We're open four days a week and we served in 2021 we were only open for 66 days of the year because of covid and mm-hmm. lockdowns we served over 24,000 meals and snacks in 66 days wow yeah that's crazy so that right there shows that so that is our most popular that yeah. is our most needed program well i think too literally i had a mentee be at the grocery store just as someone who's in a place that can buy, mm-hmm. have the privilege of being able to afford groceries at this point in time, I was still pissed at how much the groceries cost. Right. So, yeah, that is definitely a needed program. Yes. Um, some of our other programs are um, our mental wellness. So mental health, again, COVID isolation. Teens do not do well interacting with just their families. No, like, they don't. They, their friends are their top priority right mm-hmm. now. And so um, we have a mental wellness program and we have a staff member through the funding. We were able to hire someone to focus just on that program mm-hmm. because it's such a big program to run. Um, so we do mental wellness activities of some sort every day, whether it's um building self-care kits, um, doing some kind of like coping mechanism, mm-hmm. something. We're always focusing on their mental health, uh, mental wealth. And we also were able to recently bring in a psychotherapist. Oh, wow. Um, to offer group sessions. Yeah. And we, it My went. face is like, holy. Yeah. Um, and it went so well um, that she's coming back in the new year <gasps> and we're going to just offer it consistently. Yeah. Um, she's, and she's, it's free for the kids. We are paying her, but mm-hmm. she's giving us such a fantastic deal like it's amazing um but these kids are needed like they need oh yeah these um sessions like these like counseling like yeah so yeah so we do that we lgbt yeah spectrum our spectrum program is um another big one um over 50 percent of our youth identify in that community Mm -hmm. um so we they meet once a week they come every day but we do focus once a week on just them and no one else can be in that room and um they do some days they just watch a movie some days they just chat um but they also always talk about they focus on 
what's going on in the world mm-hmm. that's related to the LGBT. Um, they do check-ins and um, and we also are very open to if a youth comes and they're like, I don't really go by my birth name. Like, can I feel more comfortable being so and so? And so that's what their name yeah. is. Like, we we're a safe space for them. Wow, um, that's very important in this time. It is so important. One thing that is really important for people to um, know is that we don't push our own ethics. Mm-hmm. We don't push our own beliefs. Um, we whatever the like we are non-judgmental. Yeah. We will, it doesn't matter what's going on if that youth is so-and-so or if that youth is, oh, we don't believe in vaccinations or or like, you know, like, oh, we believe in God or, mm-hmm. or no, we we believe, we don't believe in God. Like, it doesn't matter at the youth center. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. We just are here for them. You're just a safe space. Yeah. Like. That's really important. Very, very. It's so important because these kids need to know because they're judged. Oh, all, you're everywhere. Right? You're everywhere. Like, it's horrible. And it, and it doesn't matter whether they're part of the LGBT. It doesn't matter whether... Because like, we learned during COVID that we had some anti-vax mm-hmm. people. Um, and we're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, the one thing we do is we just educate. Mm-hmm. We um, Vaping is a big thing right now, too, oh, right? Gosh. So we just make sure... I have this thing with vaping where I think if kids vape, they should have to smoke a whole pack of cigarettes because <laughs> it is not as delicious. <laughs> They're like, mm, it's good. I'm like, how about you smoke a whole pack of cigarettes and then tell me how you feel about this situation? Right, right? Yeah. It is disgusting. Yeah. But, that, but we do. We educate them. And um, we make sure they understand that there's no research on the long term effects yeah. of vaping right now. Like, so that's what we do. We just educate them. Mm-hmm. We make sure they have all the facts, all the information. Um, and like our facts and information comes from public health or yeah. like we make sure the like the research and the information we're sharing is legit information, not yeah. just like some person on Facebook saying yeah. it. Right. Like my mom's friend said, yeah, it like, doesn't matter. No. Um, and so. So, yeah, that, that's I think why. And like these kids, when they come, they want to be there. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be there if they want to leave. We're like, OK, bye. Like yeah. um, and then especially for our younger ones, like sometimes parents are like a little hesitant in about that and we just make sure like you know if the kids leaving like we'll say like oh does your mom does your dad like mm-hmm. or like does your guardian know where you're going like yeah. that we'll do that but like otherwise like we teach them that independence and we're just like okay be safe yeah. like um that's great yeah independence is very key I think for children especially like now like the the term helicopter parents is big because again I think it's because of how our generation was raised Mm -hmm. and now there's so much more scary stuff happening in in the world. Yeah. And I just, uh, a previous guest just told us like, we're taking in information at such a rate. Like kids are taking in information so rapidly now Mm -hmm. that even like I'm 28, but even when I was, you know, 10 to 18, we weren't getting information that fast. Like Instagram wasn't as big. Now with TikTok, you're just seeing they're, they're getting so many. Yeah. Things and it's not necessarily real or, you know, all these. And you wonder why mental health is so bad. Yeah, it's like crippling. Yeah. It's wild. It is, it's absolutely wild. So that's what's so great about us is that a lot of these times, so we actually just had a dad come in yesterday and he was like, I have a 15-year-old son glued to his phone mm-hmm. and I, he needs to socialize more. Yeah. I'm like, bring him here. He's, and I said, I was like, we have free Wi-Fi. Like, that is a big thing. Like, kids love that we yeah. have free Wi-Fi. And he's like, oh, I think I'll leave his phone, make him leave his phone at home when he comes. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, you don't have to because I can promise you once he's been here for a couple of weeks, 
he won't be on his phone. Yeah. I'm like, you like, I see it. Like, yeah. I don't ever see our kids glued to their phone when they're here. I think it's giving kids too like another option mm-hmm. to like explore like creativity or yes. different things happening in the world. It makes them step back and actually be social, like actually talk to someone. Right? Yes, yes. Like we we social anxiety is probably the top thing that all these parents tell us about their kids. Well, yeah, and COVID, you know. Exactly. Like COVID made it 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell them, I'm like, sometimes you have to push them through the door. You have to make, like actually don't give them an option to come to see um, and that happened this summer we had this one youth they just moved here from Oshawa and he when mom brought him in he was like I don't want to go to a daycare this is a daycare and I said to him I was like dude I promise you you have the choice to leave I'm like yeah. just give us a chance let's just watch and look and see and he and he ended up um, wanting to stay for an hour by himself to check it out and now he's a regular <laughs> but you, I just I so I do tell parents something you have to force them through the door then, that first time mm-hmm. because they, it's scary. It's nerve wracking. Like it's like I, I don't like going to do mm-hmm. things by myself for the first time either. Like, no, it's terrifying. Yeah, but so you just have to help them that first time, and then we will take it from there. Like we know what is needed and what to do. And I'm like, you don't have to worry. Like yeah. it will be, it'll be okay. Then yeah, sometimes we don't get kids to come back, um, which is okay as well. But it's very rare that that ever happens. Yeah. But at least they know you're there, right? Exactly. Like, we right now um, have over 275 kids signed up. Wow. Um, now, these are kids over the years that have signed mm-hmm. up. Um, this year, from January to the end of September, we have supported a unique number of 150 kids. Is that, like, the highest that, no, no. No, I anticipate by the end of the year that we'll be closer to over 200 wow. kids have walked through that door just this year. Yeah. And that, like I said, that, so like, so they register. Um, so until their 19th birthday, they are considered a member of the youth center. Oh, so if they register once, then they're like registered. Yeah. Okay. They're good. Like we will do annual updates just to make sure phone numbers and everything are mm-hmm. up to date. But yeah, like once they're registered, they're a member. So we've had um, 275 kids register in the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, this year alone, we have supported over 150 wow. so far. Um and that doesn't even count for the numbers then of how many visits, how many times these kids have visited. So we get on average 20 to 30 kids a night. Mm-hmm. It fluctuates between that number. And I think I think we're sitting at over 2,200 visits so far this year. Like we've already surpassed last year's number. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like they they come back mm-hmm. and it's very rare, like very rare that they don't we don't see them at least once a week. Yeah. And so... And so you said earlier that it doesn't matter of like your economic, like, I guess in my mind, a youth center is more for um, low income, mm-hmm. but I think that's a stigma. 100%. It is. Um, that is something that we're trying to end. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard because a lot of like these, because a lot of these kids who are more of the, the upper class, mm-hmm. I guess you would say, um, don't they feel they don't need the supports because they have such, usually, typically, you would think those are the kids that have parents who would support them, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. but those are still the kids, like, they they still have issues, like, they yeah. still have mental health going on. Um, some of these parents who have money can sometimes mean they're not around mm-hmm. ever, so these kids don't have parents to help them still, like, so we are for everyone. It doesn't matter at all, like, 
my my stepdaughter is 12 and I bring her to the youth center. Yeah. Like and I, I like to think in my household that like, you know, we're giving her a fantastic home when she's with mm-hmm. us and that we're loving and supportive. But that doesn't mean she doesn't need the youth center still. Yeah. Like I when my kids are old enough, I'll be dragging their butts to that youth center as well. Because it's not even just about what's going on in their life. It's also opening their eyes to see what else is happening out yeah. in the world. Because majority of our youth are low income mm-hmm. or even if they have parents who have good jobs, there's still food insecurity happening oh, in their, yeah. their homes. Like I will admit, so I'm an executive director. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a good job. My husband owns a business. Mm-hmm. Like he paints, like makes good money. Yeah. And I still struggle yeah. every week getting groceries. Yeah. Trying to figure out, okay, like right now I'm waiting. I need Friday to come so I can. Right. You're like, when am I getting paid so yeah. you can budget accordingly? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. and so I think that's, but because we have, we do have good jobs. People think, oh, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, my kid doesn't need that because we're fine. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, no, like we, that's not, that's not what this is about. This, yeah. And it's bigger, I guess, than just the financial aspect because they're getting like skills and learning things and getting different support. Yeah. And sometimes families, even if they're supportive, it's still, you know, it can be hard on you and there's a lot of pressure. So it's, it's just a safe, encouraging space for them yes. to use. Because we do not only do we do all these great programs, but we do life skills. Like with our meal program, if a kid is interested in cooking, mm-hmm. we take them down and teach them. Oh, wow. And so we're teaching those skills mm-hmm. to them. Um, we volunteer back in the community. Like we're, when COVID hit, things kind of change. Excuse me. Um, and so now we volunteer. We're getting volunteer opportunities happening once a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling my staff that we're packing up the whole, all the kids, whoever's there, and going out and volunteering back. That's so great. Yeah. yeah. Like, God, like teaching them about the importance of how, and like how good it feels mm-hmm. to give back. Um, but then also, too, we're helping the kids get their community hours in yeah. high school. Um, but like we were doing stuff like that, too, with them that we're not like we're trying to open their eyes and seeing what else is available out there. Mm-hmm. We do in the summertime, we do field trips. So this Past summer, we did a camping trip. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We uh, took the kids because a lot of the kids were like, we've never gone camping before. Yeah. So my staff approached me and they're like, listen, can we do this? I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love, like, I grew up going camping yeah. all the time. Like, and it's, and if I said to them, I was like, we just have to put in some life skills and yeah, then and it, like, I'm then like, it's a program. Exactly. Like, I'm like, teach them some survival skills and have fun. Mm-hmm. And they, it was like the best thing that's ever happened. And we did it too, where it was pay, pay what you can for oh, the families. Okay. Like a lot of times with our field trips, there will be a cost associated mm-hmm. just to help cover some of it. But for our camping trip, we got enough sponsors to cover the whole cost. Wow. Like community sponsors. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So we cool. had, um, yeah, so we made it free for them. And some of the kids still, like the parents still gave towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, and we're going to do it again next year. That's cool. Yeah. And um, we just, like I said, we do everything for these kids. Mm-hmm. Like we do whatever, whatever is needed. We were there for them. Where is it located in Quinney West? So we're located at 2 Willer Road. Okay. Apparently, so I'm not from here, so don't quote me on this, but apparently it's considered Old Willer. Um, yeah, that seems correct. Okay, perfect. I think. <laughs> um, um, so we're right across from North Trenton Public School. That's usually the first thing I say. Oh, okay. If people know where that school is, they will know our building. Um, but it's an awkward five corner store, a <laughs> uh, street, sorry. Um, and we're on the corner of Wooler and Store Street. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's really, 
the best way. It's so hard to explain, yeah. especially when I'm not like was like from here. I'm, yeah, like, you're I, like, I, does this make sense? Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. So yeah, I'm sure okay. people in Trenton, like Quinny West, will get that. Yes, yes, awesome. Um, and it's a big. So it's an old building, mm-hmm. 1951. Oh wow, it's a building that like my some of my staff are like, I think it's haunted. I was like. I have yet to, and I, I don't believe it. I have yet to experience that. Experience the spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it's it's an old building that's starting to like needing renovations. So mm-hmm. we actually just recently got a shower. Wow. In Salt. We that's good. converted the one bathroom into a shower bathroom um, and it gets used, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. Um, and now we recently got awarded um, $150,000 from the capital grant through Ontario Trillium Foundation wow. to upgrade our kitchen. That's exciting. Oh, I'm so well, ex- I feel like because you're putting out so many meals, that's like very important. Yes. And our kitchen, I this is one that I will swear on my children's life is the original 1951 kitchen. <laughs> like, Probably. Yeah. Like it's so old. Like it's not even drywall walls. Like it's some weird. Um, like stucco? No. Oh, there's is the- it lath and plaster? Yes. That Ooh. one. Yeah. It's probably like horse hair in it. Yeah. So that's, so we're literally fully getting it. Um, and then there's also like in the one wall, like there's an old, an old school vent mm-hmm. and an air conditioner. And I'm like, can we just get rid of these? Like we don't use them. Um, I'm pretty positive. Like the one thing's broken. <laughs> like, Let's just get this. I'm like, right and now. like, I just want more cupboards, more storage. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so yeah, so I'm quite excited. So we're getting a new kitchen. Our floors need to get replaced. Cause when we took over the building, mm-hmm. um, we just put down like the cheapest, yeah. tiles because that's what we could afford at the time and now we're like our tiles are starting to come up so I'm like getting real commercial grade strong good flooring yeah. put in um, so we're really excited for that and then we had um, Home Depot come in um, last week and they redid so our front foyer was just like a cement floor walls that's yeah. it they came in they put vinyl flooring down wow. some coat hooks a shelf I feel bad I'm saying wow so much this episode but it's just all amazing that- it's so amazing like um, and it just again makes those kids feel so fantastic mm-hmm. like they're like wow like wow like people get to like they care about us mm-hmm. and that um and even for our kitchen, like they screamed, like they were so excited that yeah. we get a brand. Because again, like so, for example, like that shower bathroom at the youth center is nicer than my own bathroom. <laughs> like, and so these kids, and so and like they feel like the center is their home. Mm-hmm. So they're like, wow, like this is so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like they get, to, they feel good having like this brand new bathroom, and now we're getting a brand new kitchen. Yeah. Now when they walk in, it doesn't look like a dungeon. Like, <laughs> like do kids have to? How do they register? Like, can they? They just come in. Do they have to pre-register online? There's no pre-registration. They okay. just come in. Um, usually, how it works is the first day they come in, we let them like hang out. Mm-hmm. They give we give them a registration form, and then they can't come back without it. Okay. Um, mostly so that if there's an emergency, we know who to contact. Yeah. Um, but. That's yeah, it's just and then we do charge five dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, like if a family comes and says, like, you know, we can't really even afford five dollars, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Like it's not a big deal. Um, but we charge that because it gives them that ownership yeah. over the center. Um, and then they also too, with that, um, they'll get a membership card and they get discounts in the community. So oh, wow. they get ten percent off drinks at the grind and vine, ten percent off. 10% off at Wanamaker's. Um, they also get free transportation through Quinty Access to and from the youth center. That's great. Yeah, so like it, they get a lot of benefits as well from being members. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I'm missing more. Um, but honestly, just the fact that the, the Quinty West community is 
just backing it and there is so magical yes and like we are one of the only non-denominational youth centers in the county i believe that mean so that means like Like we're not religious not religious not like we have no affiliation with any ethics religion nothing Mm -hmm. like um where a lot of the youth centers um they are ran by mm-hmm. a church mm-hmm. um, like the Frankfurt Youth Center they're um, overseen by the churches the church. in Frankfurt okay. and then there's Quinty Youth Unlimited I think or Quinty Unlimited Youth or Unlimited Quinty I get their their <laughs> name I get it mixed up all the time but they're also like under the church under the church and so we we aren't mm-hmm. um, and that again is really important because it's not like we're not the community, like the society is not as religious based anymore. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our youth, we try, like they've tried those other youth centers because some of them are open on Mondays where we aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just, they're like, it wasn't our fit. Yeah. And so it's really, we really make sure like it's, they understand like, it, like, like we have some kids who believe, who are Wiccans yeah. and they believe in that. And it's just like, sweet. Okay, yeah, you cool. do you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, we just, we, we just, we don't judge. We don't care. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't push. Like it yeah. is what it is. You're just supporting. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You shaved your head at one point. I did. What was that for? Uh, <laughs> um, so last year I was talking with a friend and she's like, yeah, I've shaved my head before for, um, a charity. I, I forget what charity she did, but I was like, oh, I was like, that's cool. And then like at the time, like I still had like baby hairs growing in, like my hair was yeah. just driving me crazy. So I was like, you know what? I was like, why don't we mm-hmm. shave my head for the youth center? Yeah. I was like, let's raise money for the youth center. And we did. We raised $1,600. Wow. Um, and I shaved my beautiful long locks <laughs> that I miss so much now. Um, I love your hair. It's so cute. I am. I'm really happy. So yeah, so um, if anyone hasn't seen me, I, I went and dyed my hair blonde and I like I saw, like, you know, the musician pink. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at some pictures like, oh, I should try that. Yeah, that's fun. And so that's what I'm doing now. I'm like, you know why? I may as well because I, I, I have informed my board I'm dedicated. Yeah. But I will never shave my head again. That's fair. Fair <laughs> like, choice. Did it once. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know what? Since I did it, I might as well try all the styles yeah. out there. Why not? As right? it grows out, you can do whatever you want with it. Exactly. So. It just shows you are so invested in the youth center. It's it's and it's because of the kids. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, like so after, like so when we shaved it at our vendor show, um, to like some of our youth were there helping, and then one said, "She's like, hi, I'm so proud of you, Jess." I'm like, "No, no, no, no." I was like, "This is for you. Yeah. Like I am doing this to bring awareness because, like, in the campaign we did for that mm-hmm. is so actually when you shave your head." The meaning of it is the struggles going through. Like mm-hmm. anyone who shaved their head were ones who were struggling, who were in prison or, or like, you know, like the the meaning behind a shaved head is the struggles that someone's gone through. Mm-hmm. And so that's why a lot of people were shaving your head for charity. Yeah. Like they're showing that like the struggles that these people are going through. But it's not just that. It's not just being sick. It's the youth who go home and don't have food. It's the mm-hmm. youth who go home and don't have heat. Yeah. It's the youth who go home and don't have a home. Yeah. Like it's all these kids who are struggling and people don't realize the struggles, the obstacles, the stuff that they have to overcome mm-hmm. to be successful in life because yeah. they, if not, then they're just going to fall in that rabbit hole. Like I've supported youth when I worked at career edge who are fifth generation welfare. 
Yeah. Like, and he, and this kid, like he, he was the same age as me because their youth were deemed up to 29. Oh, wow. Same age as me. And he's like, I, I want to get out of the cycle. Mm-hmm. I want to break that cycle. Yeah. And so it's just like, people don't realize that when these kids don't have those supports, they're stuck in that cycle. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to break that cycle on your own. Yeah. So that's what we're here for. That's so cool. It's, I'm so happy we got to have yeah. you in. Your passion for it. Like you can just hear the passion you have for the youth center. Oh, thank you. It's really, it's really, it's a dream job. Um, it's makes my day going to work, seeing those kids. And like, I don't interact with them as much now mm-hmm. because I'm more during the day and we're open Tuesday to Friday from three to eight. So I get to see them about an hour, hour and a half, yeah. depending. And just the fact every time they walked by my door, hi, Jess, hi, Jess. And yeah. I'm like, huh. And like, I come out and talk to them. And like, when I say bye, like I just yell, bye everyone. And you will hear every single kid say bye to me. Aww. I'm like, oh. Oh, that's you. so sweet. Yeah, like it's it's honestly like if anyone wants to volunteer. Yeah, like, I was just gonna ask how can people support. Yeah, we would love volunteers mm-hmm. um, to come in and just be that mentor. Yeah, that's and that's the one thing I forgot to mention. We mentor these kids. Like mm-hmm. our, we've never actually focused on that as like a awareness piece, but we mentor these kids. Um, and so, if anyone wants to make a difference, wants to have that impact come to the youth center and we will love like there is a process Mm -hmm. um and we do require um a vulnerable sector police check and if it's clear then we're like yes come come every day if you want (laughs) like we because we can we have so many kids like one night we had 36 kids two weeks ago 36 Mm -hmm. kids come to our center and i only had two staff on that night yeah like it's we need we need we the bodies need the volunteers yeah. okay we're gonna link that in our show notes everyone please go volunteer yes. if you if you have the capacity that would be yes. lovely yes yes um i've had you for almost an hour but is, what have i missed um our funding yeah i think that would be really important to tell us yes um so as i mentioned earlier we don't have any government affiliation no ministry we're mm-hmm. not ministry regulated nothing um so our big funders that we do get every year um is united way hastings prince Yay. edward um they yes they have been amazing um they've supported us from day one Mm -hmm. um brandy hodge actually the executive director at the united way was one of the original people that created the youth center yeah so that is a really yeah it's amazing um the city of quinty west does give us um fine like financial support every year Mm -hmm. as well um and then the k stafford memorial fund i think is the proper terminology um they are run through the trenton memorial hospital foundation um they give us our grocery money every year oh good um so that's how we're able to feed the kids every year um and then from there we just apply for other grants like walmart Canada has been fantastic. We've been getting at least a thousand dollars a year from them. Um, we've uh, the Hastings County recently supported us last year, um, and I've applied again to see if they will continue supporting mm-hmm. us. Um, the Alva Foundation is a brand new one that supported us that we're hoping to get again. Um, 
And then, yeah. And then fundraising, our mm-hmm. fundraising, um, monthly donors. So if anyone's out there and like, well, I can't volunteer, but I'd be loved, I would love to give $25 a month. Yeah. We um, you do that. Do that through CanadaHelps.org. Mm-hmm. We have a, um, a profile on there that you can donate okay. monthly through. Um, and then our fundraiser. So we have coming up very soon on December 2nd and 3rd is our Shop for a Clause vendor show at St. Paul's okay. um, in Trenton from 10 to 4. Okay. That is just emissions just by donation to us. Um, so that's one way to support us. We do quarterly all you can eat all you can eat pancake breakfasts. <laughs> I love it. Um, so December 15th from 9 to 1 at the Youth Center directly to Willow Road. Um, we It's $10 all you can eat pancakes with some um, bacon or sausage and a drink. Um, and then in the new year, follow us on our website and we'll have our whole year um, planned out with our fundraisers. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it's fantastic. Um, but it is, we do need the community mm-hmm. support and finance portion to keep our doors open. Yeah. Um, that's, if it's not for the money, we wouldn't be able to keep our doors open. That, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Right. As you yeah. guys have to get all the funding. Yeah. So it's a grind, I guess. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so, but like I said, we have the stories, we have the data to show the need. Like mm-hmm. it's, we're busy. Um, but these kids are coming with a smile on their face and half of them don't want to leave. They're like, oh, it's eight o'clock. We don't want to go. And I'm just like, <laughs> I keep telling myself, I'm like, you, you guys have a life. Like, yeah, you can, you'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, oh, that's great. You are literally, we wrote down a question. Are you an angel? And I truly think you are because you are doing some really important work for this community. So <laughs> you're going to make me cry. You're doing great thing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for coming. This was lovely. Yeah. I'm so glad that we were able to do yeah. this and I really appreciate you having us and listening um, to us because there's not enough people that listen to our youth's voice. Oh, yeah, we and will so, always listen. We're big. They're our future, as like, cliche as that is. It's, like, but it's true. They're yeah. the ones that are going to be working in those retirement homes when we are um, retired. Yeah, exactly. And so, treat them well now so they treat us good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm going to shut it down. Yep. That was amazing. Oh, it's so sad doing that by myself. That was a good episode. Her, You could just feel her passion and energy for the youth center through that whole episode. And I loved editing it. It was an easy edit, which always makes me happy. Um, but the youth center is doing great things in Quinney West. And you can actually go from anywhere. You don't have to be just in Quinney West to utilize the youth center. So um, if you have youth in Belleville or Brighton that may want to use it or Frankfurt, wherever, you can use that youth center. So that's great and they have some great causes and great fundraising events coming up so go and check that out on their website it'll be linked in our show notes what else is going on okay and i went to the quinny women in business panel on resilience in the workplace it was for mental health in the workplace it was good um and then last night i was at a chamber event i'm just telling you what i did this week i did play soccer last night and got my ass handed to me by Probably she looked like 19. The endurance she had was wild, and she was like 5'10", and I'm a solid 5'3 on a good day. So my body is not what it used to be, and I hit the ground hard a couple times. My body hurts today. So 
that's that. Santa Claus parade season is upon us. I will be at the Brighton Parade tonight and the Belleville Parade on Sunday, which is crazy because it's still November, but the holidays are quickly approaching. So yeah, I don't even know what else to talk about because I'm literally talking to myself. Um, I don't know. What do you guys need me to say? probably just end it because I'm sad that I'm here by myself but we have some great episodes coming the next couple of weeks we may be taking two weeks off around Christmas um, but we'll keep you updated on that so make sure you follow us on Instagram like us on Facebook babes of Quinty and as a plug you know we work at Starboard Communications the home of 95.5 cool 100 in Quinty.ca you can follow Starboard on socials at Starboard Communication and give us a, can, a follow on LinkedIn because I'm posting there. So yeah, I hope everyone is having a great day and has a great weekend and we'll catch you next week. Sorry, this was kind of lame me just talking by myself, but hopefully you kind of liked it and you're the best. Bye. The Babies of Quinny podcast is recorded and produced at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and inquinty.ca.